Yeah, they're... Hey, y'all. This is Phil, again, with Waste Division, Waste Radio, uh, what we're calling now a Waste Report. If you like what we're doing here, check out waste-division.org for more news and also RD distractions while you're probably stuck inside, quarantined. Um, We encourage you to take this COVID-19 pandemic seriously. Stay home. Uh, Don't interact with anybody. Um, especially maybe keep in mind your elderly friends and family as well as uh, those with immunodeficiency disorders and other different uh, infirmities that make them more susceptible to the virus. Okay, I'm not going to rant too much today. I talked to my uncle who lives in Rome. He works for the UN there, so he doesn't quite have a Italian's perspective as you know, a citizen of Italy, but they've lived there for five years or so now, and kind of sp- he speaks to what they've been doing in the last week since they went under quarantine. So, uh, if you're interested in the sorts of conditions that we will probably see here, I definitely encourage you to keep listening. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, bye bye. One, two, three, stop. stop. All right, that should be good enough. Um, so, hi, Uncle Jeff. <laughs> hey, Phil, we're, nice to talk to you. Yeah, we're recording. Um, I'm sorry, it hasn't been sooner since we talked, but I guess this slowdown is a good excuse to, to reconnect. Yeah, no, well, you know, it's it's good to talk to you at this time. It's a quite a quite a quite a situation going on globally. Yeah. Um of course there's a lot of information on the internet flowing around. Um and I'm trying to kind of get in and just convey stories from more or less normal people, normal workers and stuff um who are dealing with this <clears throat> in places where it's kind of more advanced in hopes that we can kind of prepare ourselves for what is coming here. Because um, if it, if I'm like any American, or if I'm like most Americans or they're like me, then they didn't really take this seriously. And I try not to pay it, uh, to pay attention to news anyway, <laughs> um, usually, which, you know, it turns out like some of my friends who pay attention to world news, like saw this coming in some way or another. Um so, yeah, I, I guess I just was wondering if you could describe your reality and that's how that's kind of unfolded over the last 10 days or whatnot. Yeah, sure. Well, 
first of all, we live in Rome, Italy. Yes, and, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> of course, you're talking to me now, and I'm, I'm sitting here in Rome, Italy. Um, I've been under essentially house arrest together with the family. All of, all of Italians, every Italian is, is being asked to stay home <clears throat> and to only go out, actually only one of the family go out to shop or food or medicine or and uh, there's a sort of an ill-defined health um, criteria that you can use to go out and at least take a little walk around the neighborhood but you're not supposed to go wander around and you're certainly not supposed to go outside and hang out with other people it's it's definitely all about isolation and, and robbing the virus of the chance to to spread, to spread. yeah so and that's been the case for the last Seven days. I think we're celebrating. You could say, "quote unquote," the a seven day, um, the seventh day of of this of this um, quarantine, which is actually, I think, an originally an Italian word anyway, a quarantino. And yeah, I think it comes from. Uh, you have to do some research, but I think it comes from um, uh, steps that were taken, even I think in in medieval Italy when when the plague was sweeping around the world and they forced ships to stay out off, off coast for 40 days, which is quarento in Italian. Mm. <clears throat> quarento is 40. Because so, they would come back from other places. Right. They would say, okay, this ship is coming from England. You guys got to sit off coast for 40 days to make sure you're not full of the Black Plague and then we'll let you land, let you come wow. on shore. So that's the... I think I'm pretty sure that's the origin of this term. <clears throat> so anyway, we've been under quarantine, but it started. Oh gosh, I don't, I don't know the details uh, exactly, but at least two, three weeks ago in northern Italy, in some small towns, where um, mm. they still don't know who the patient zero was in Italy, but some oh. person who evidently traveled from China to Italy, and and that it's began there, and they they. It took them a while to get a handle on this. They first slapped up a, a, a quarantine on these small villages, and then they could see it still spreading into uh, into Milan, which is which is Italy's New York. It's a huge commercial right. center in the north. And then they <clears throat> they 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 put on uh, restrictions on Milan, and eventually put on restrictions to all of northern Italy. I believe that was even just now a week ago. A uh, week ago, mm. Sunday, and um, and then uh, they realized that wasn't going to be enough. That that they they couldn't control the spread uh, south, and and they then extended the the zona rosa, the red zone, to the entire country, um, mm. uh, just a little over a week, eight days ago, uh, and then so the, two, the restrictions. I heard followed. Amy back there say something about two weeks. Was it two weeks ago? Northern Italy was at least two, three weeks ago when they had the lockdown. I mean, when we were up there skiing, it was lockdown. Right, okay, so three weeks ago, and that lasted for, for a week and a half, and then they, they expanded it to the rest of the country. But it, it actually happened quite quickly. They realized that this wasn't going to work, that they had to do this nationwide. It's, it's understandable, the, the, the delay... The hesitation, because this is a huge impact. Basically, we're sitting in a country that is shut down. The airports, most of them are closed. There are no tourists, which in Italy is a huge thing. It, it, tourism is an enormous industry 
and uh, and tourists are all gone. Um, uh, schools are all closed. People are are staying home from work and working from home, or they're not working at all. Much of you know Italy. You think of food and 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 wonderful urban spaces where you sit outside and eat or drink, and and that's all done. None of that is happening in anywhere in Italy now. It's all shut down. So the local restaurants have little signs on the front door saying, sorry, we have closed due to the government decree, but, and then there's always an inspirational comment there in Italian that says basically, but we will get through this and we will be stronger for it. So, so you know, it's, it's severely impacting Italians in every respect. Uh, <clears throat> and so now we, the, the government sits... The Italian, the country sits with with this national, basically quarantine, national lockdown. And uh, if you go out to have, we can go out to have to buy food. Of course, everything is normal in that way. There's no shortages. There's no problem with that. It's just you only are supposed to leave your your abode, your home, for those specific functional reasons. You definitely don't go out. The parks are all closed. The playgrounds are closed. Everything is closed except for businesses during the day when you can go out one person and buy the necessities. So that's like I went for gro- I went grocery shopping this morning. I left at eight thirty, right when the grocery store opened, and I waited in line for thirty minutes. Not because the grocery store was packed with people, but because they were only letting in. I don't know what it was, the number, probably 20 people into this normal size grocery store in order to, ma- in order to maintain social distance. So the, the grocery store itself was almost empty when you got into it, but they were holding you off so outside until one person left, they would let another person in. And, uh, and there's this tension in the air where people are, uh, you know, they, they don't want to walk close to each other. They're, they're trying to keep a meter distance between each other, which is about three feet at least. And so, you know, you, you have these lines in Rome where outside these grocery stores, and this is Rome, Italy, where Romans don't like lines normally. They, they ignore lines. They, 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 they cut the line. But now they, you see these lines of, of people that are spaced out at least a meter, sometimes, yeah, two or three, and they're waiting patiently to get into the grocery store. And that's, and then you know what's cool about that here in Italy is that it, one of the main reasons, it's classic Italian and it's a really nice thing I think that would be good for Americans to keep in mind is, well, the, the government is saying, you know, you got to do this for love. You got to do this because you love your, your parents, your grandparents, and that's what this is all about. They understand that very clearly. The virus is especially deadly um, to older people. And the, the, the statistics show that. And, and Italy is an older country. Uh, the demographics of Italy are not good for this virus. So they're, they're very much saying, look, we have to do this. You have to sacrifice. Your, you can't go out and, and have a glass of wine or a beer in a social setting because it's, it's too dangerous for, for, for your grandparents, for your parents. And, and well, for everyone, but particularly that demographic. And, and people understand that. So that's why they're... They're doing that. They're they're waiting in line. They're not going out.
Yeah, that's, that's a good question. It hasn't been portrayed that way as to avoid elderly people. I, I don't know. I, don't, I think Italy probably doesn't have... Um, it's, it's different in how older people, elderly people live. I'm not sure they have so many nursing homes, for example, compared to the U.S. I, I, I think I get the sense that many elderly people simply still live at home. And, yeah. of course, they have people who... You know, they have people who can't live at home and, and they, they're in a other other living situations. But it's not portrayed as that. It's more like, look, this 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 virus just needs needs two people to come together in order to spread. And so you have to stay apart to just rob the virus of that opportunity. Um, yeah, it's it's you wanna you wanna you don't wanna go to old people's homes, but that's not what we've heard. That's not the message we get from the government. The message we get from the government is everybody needs to stay home and just wait this out and be responsible and just don't give the virus the opportunity to jump from one warm body to the next. You know, just just rob the virus of that chance and we can get through this. And that's 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 what we've heard. I, I'm sure there's other messages going around Italy, but from what, what we've heard, it's not been stay away from nursing homes, for example, because that's, it, it's almost like, it's, it's not enough, you know, it's not enough for, for people to just avoid nursing homes and go on with their daily life. Well, of course, right? yeah. Because nursing, nursing homes are not isolated. Well, there's a kitchen in there, society. for one, is something I've been thinking about a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, the kitchen or anybody that any comes help, from the outside. Any, any, you know, yeah, they, 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 they're not islands in, 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 in Billings or anywhere else, and so that you really have to. What we and what I see, it's interesting for me to watch for us to watch what's going on in the states because you guys are about one or at least two, two maybe one week behind Italy in realizing it. Although the states has, has been coming up fast in terms of understanding what this means, but it's. You know, you, you just, it means basically you have to stop. For a life. while. Yeah. For a while, for quite a while. I mean, we're, we're under lockdown until April 3rd at least here, which is, when you think about it, kind of a real, a mm. real bummer. It's just such a bummer. The kids can't go out. Um, well, you know, we're, we're in the situation where we're living in, the, in this apartment and just making do. On the other hand, we're not starving. We're not. We're not sick. We're not. We're just having to stay here, and and we're trying to make the best of that. We're we're having fun, and we're, you know, we're trying to make the most of this very unusual and extraordinary yeah. experience. Um, I was wondering if you could kind of describe, maybe personally, how this, when this became like something that alerted alerted you something that worried you and was like, oh, shit. Like, I would say that that happened for me on Friday in America, pretty much. Um, and I don't really know why exactly that happened for me. I guess I could really think about it. But can you think of, like, an instance that was really different and surreal uh, that that made this kind of a, a reality for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that happened... How long ago was it that we went, we were going north and Sammy's trip was canceled? February 24th. February 23rd. 
So February 23rd, we were, we were going off on, on, a, on a winter holiday, right? Um, and um, the kids, our boys, have these trips planned through their school. So they were doing their own thing. We, and Amy and I, my wife and I, and, and Polly, our youngest, were going skiing. So we were on the train going skiing, and, and our son and Samuel um, was at the airport with his classmates going on a school trip. And they got there and checked in, and then... After checking in, the Ministry of Education declared that all school trips were canceled in Italy, and school trips within Italy and school trips out of Italy. So this is, this is how they started. They started by just restricting um, individual little things like you see in right. the States now. Um, and, and so after this school group had checked in and was going to fly just a short distance in Europe, I think they're going to Hungary, which is just you know like going from Billings to mm. Seattle. And, and um, the, the authorities pulled them. They said, sorry, you're a school group. You cannot go. Your trip is canceled, and you need to pick up your luggage and go home. Wow. So that was quite an eye-opener. And we were actually now on our way far away from in Italy, going north actually towards this virus situation, which had not mm. yet become so serious. And we were going to go right through that zone and go straight up into the mountains above it. And we did, and we did mm. that, and we and we and meanwhile, our 18-year-old ended up having a week of of being alone in the in in Rome in in his own apartment, and I'm sure he had plenty of fun <laughs> here. <laughs> but but as a result, though, that was that was an eye opener. That was like, oh, this is boy, different. Okay, this is this is serious. Yeah. This is happening. What's going on here? You know, and and that's when it really started to knock down. That's when you started to hear about these villages in northern Italy that were under lockdown. They were surrounded by cop police, and people couldn't go in and out without being checked. That was their first step. And and by that time, it was too late. In hindsight, that the virus had gotten out and was net was spreading rapidly all over northern right. Italy. So that that's when we first realized it. Yeah. Um. Can I ask, like, what you think, like, have you been paying attention to how this has been unraveling in America and kind of what you think about how we're handling it, both as a country and as a government and also as citizens? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I just know what I what I see and hear from, from friends and family, um, but the... It's um, what I see is 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 a is a is a rapidly changing situation in the states where people are understanding the the nature of this. They're they're paying attention. Some are paying attention. Others mm-hmm. are not. Um, it, it's unfortunate that the the president and 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 that important branch of government has has been downplaying the whole uh, situation because it it's nothing to be to be trifled with. It's not. It's not. It is a serious issue that that needs to be addressed at the highest levels, and and that there seems to have been a delay, a, a significant delay mm-hmm. there in the U.S. in, in dealing with this, and, and like the testing gets a big issue. That's in the my US. biggest worry, actually, think, and from in a lot yeah. of ways. I mean, it make it it basically makes it so that we don't have a clear picture of how this of how it looks. I mean. We don't know where it is. There's places, uh, you know, entire institutions in 
like, you know, for a long ways in Oregon or in Colorado that only have a hundred tests I've heard. Um, I've actually also heard about an instance where Trump like actually suppressed the reporting on this, like, uh, of all the tests or out of, out of the tests they did have a medical person used it and then made the report and sent it into the system or whatever. I'm not really sure. And then the federal office sent them a message that said, Hey, thanks for the report. You can stop testing now. And that's a little conspiratorial, but also I'm, I think Trump is probably going to act strangely given how whack, how really his economy doesn't look good. <laughs> and like, I think that's going to be his main concern, but. Well, I think, you know, he's, he himself has said that he, he didn't want that cruise ship to land because it would change the number. Oh, Remember, I didn't see that. He said that like, Oh yeah. He said, I don't, I don't want that cruise ship to land because it'll shift the numbers of, of infected in the country. And I don't want to see that wow. increase. So, you know, he's amazing. In some cases he's so transparent. It's, it's just incredible. But let me give you an example, you know, to shift out of the, the political and into the facts, because I don't know how many tests have been done in the U.S. on this. Do you know what that total mm. is so far? Oh, we could probably find it real quick here. Go on. Well, okay, so find what the total is, because I'm reading. I'll send this to you. This is the official daily total. I think maybe the boys have sent you some of these. these yeah, these I've tables. seen them. I'm very interested. So... So there's a, there's a column on the far right called tamponi, which means swab. Right. And swabs means test, like they test oh, with a swab, sure. right? They swab your cheek or something inside of your mouth. And they've taken 125,000 tests. They've done 125,000 tests in Italy. And Italy is a, is a country of 60 right. million. So, so how many tests have been done in the U.S. now? Mm. I would imagine that it's... Far, far less. Than I that. think it's like fifteen or something. <laughs> so, let's say it's a thousand. You know, I, I've heard that Montana, for example, has maybe a thousand tests. So that's a thousand out of a million in Montana. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's not bad. But but in the U.S., there's what three hundred million. So three thirty. The U.S. So it would be good to compare that total. I don't know what it is, but certainly the number shouldn't is not where it is. I saw a figure in the news today where the U.S. was so far behind other countries in, in terms of the numbers of tests per, I think it was per one million people. It was, it was just far down below, far, it was at the end. It was the lowest of, of any of the major countries. Right. So that's, that's a key thing. In Italy, they're testing like mad. But they're still suffering. They they had 350 new deaths last yesterday. Today was they more. Had, um, um, or today, but they had that's deaths, right? It was over 350, and then the new cases was over 3,000. Well, so it's it's going up and up. Uh, there are 20 almost 25,000 cases of this now in Italy. With um, and, oh, hang on here. There's some. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, I think it was three fifty-six yesterday and four fifty today. Is that right or wrong? Or is that yesterday? I think it's it's three fifty-six today. Okay, I have to look at it, but you can compare those. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's not getting 
better. It's, it's, oh, hang on. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing. Let's see here. Um, so the total, yeah, the total today is, they've, okay, they've done 148,000 tests. Where? In Italy. In Italy, 148,000. So a lot more than yesterday. They have 31,000 total cases and 2,500 deaths yeah. total. So a significant increase. It's, um, so the, the Italians are looking at these numbers, of course, and they're really, they're really worried. Oh. And, and they're hoping that these efforts... Oh, the thing is that, as everyone says, the virus, the figures we get today are a snapshot of what happened with the virus 10 days ago or a week ago. And, right, the, the virus spread, did something 10 days ago, and now it's manifesting itself in these new cases. Um, That's a scary thing, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's, there's a time delay. Right. And they're, they're hoping then that after a certain amount of time, they'll begin to see the results of all, this, all these efforts, all this sacrifice, that the, the curve will start to, to slow down and, and flatten out. Wow. And that's what they're waiting to see, and nobody knows how long that's going to take. In China, after extreme measures that I think were, were more extreme than certainly than what we have here, I, th- I understood people were actually physically prevented from leaving their apartments and were delivered food. This is where? In certain places. In China. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I don't know the details, but I'm, I'm, it, was, it was evidently far more, more strict than what you have even in Italy. I which, heard of, like, doors being welded, which sounded rather dramatic, but... <laughs> uh, well, I haven't heard that, but yes, it's... In Italy, it's, it's still voluntary, but it's, there's a strong societal... Uh, norms. There's a strong peer pressure to adhere, yeah, because right. everybody understands that it's it's as I said before, it's it, you got to do it for love. You, you do it because you you want to take care of of others, and that's a pretty powerful message for people. They understand that, right? Um, I did find on the Guardian on Friday the thirteenth, um, the U.S. had tested eleven thousand. Um, so 11,000. Okay. I don't know where that is. So the U S to be on par with Italy, which itself is far lower than, than Korea, North or South Korea and its testing levels. Even just if the U S is 300 million, Italy, 60 million, U S is five times the size of Italy. It should, it should be up at 600, 700,000 tests. And it's probably not even past. I, I don't even know. I was trying to figure out, you know, cause a lot could have happened between now and f- Friday, but probably not that many. Probably, yeah. Who knows? I, I would imagine once they really get it going, it'll increase significantly, but let's say it's 20, 30, 40,000. It needs to be 20 times that. Right. Well, and that's that's what's really terrifying to me. I mean, we don't really know what we don't know, right? Like, um, yeah. Some, and this is speculative, I think, but it was a doctor out of Johns Hopkins put us at like an estimated fifty thousand cases in the U.S. right now, um, and we're only at yeah. like five thousand detected. I actually haven't found that number today. I know it was around four thousand on Sunday or Monday. 
I'm, I, that's really interesting. I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of very smart people modeling on social media, you know, modeling based on social media interactions and also just what they see. Um, but that makes sense to me. Yeah. There are now in Italy, again, a country one-fifth the size of the U.S. in terms of population, there are 31,000 cases. Detected. Detected. So Exactly. How Detected. Are, how are they administering tests? Is it just people who have sy- symptoms and decide to come in? Or are they asking people to come in anyway? Or That's a good question. I think the answer is uh, they're, they're, it's just people who have symptoms. Uh-huh. So it's it's just people who who come to the doctor and say I don't feel well and I, sh- I sh- you know and they the doctor says oh well you need to be tested, I think that's right that's how it that's how it's working it's not I don't under I don't think there's drive through testing in Italy, I think it's still very much doctor patient driven which is again like part of the scary unknown black box about this is that. In the in the four to fourteen day or sometimes thirty day contagious period, I guess uh, mm. you could interact with however many people without showing symptoms. Uh, yeah, that's that's the scary part about this virus. You're right. It's 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 the fact that it can be it's contagious before you even know you've got and it. And it's it, that's the I've heard that it infects us rather quickly too after contact. Um, so that's yeah. not great either. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very sobering. Yeah. It's very sobering. Um, so speaking speaking of this, also maybe check out your recording there to make sure it's rolling. That's just kind of um, yeah, it's still going. I wonder thirty minutes. Okay. Also, I don't know if you want to cut this off at any time. You're welcome to. Um, but I, I understand it's oh, it's, fine. it's late there. Yeah, no, it's fine. So where was I going? Damn. Um, you were, uh, let's see, uh, we were just talking about the numbers increasing and the cases and, and the, the testing. The not known. Oh, and the, the mm. contagious period. So that's to me what would suggest maybe measures that say that we shouldn't be around elderly people, right? Like, um, if we don't know if we have it because we might not show symptoms for 14 or four days or whatever, then like the highest amount of caution would say that not to go around them. Um, it's true. No, I, well, I, Phil, I would say, you know, what, what they would say in Italy is you shouldn't be around anybody. Yeah. That's the whole point of the lockdown right. is it's not just not being around elderly people. Right, 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 right. Because if, you know, it doesn't make sense to just, okay, I'm not going to go to the nursing home, but I'm going to go out and, and, you know, hang out with 50 of my friends. Because you well, have to just minimize it overall. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You just, you can't, you can't, there's no, you can't isolate it like that. That's why Italy said everything's shut, only essential services, and you have to maintain uh, 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 social distance. So uh, I've talked about this before, yeah. but let me just give you another example. There are little shops that are open, you know, uh, the the Enoteca, which is a wine shop. There are Enotecas, of course. This is Italy, so there are these little wine shops all over. Mm-hmm. They're open during the day, um, but they all have to have their own efforts to maintain social distance. So you go into this shop that's the size of a typical, you know, American dining room, and but at the door they've got it blocked by, you know, um, 
whatever boxes or stools or and and there's one guy there saying okay they only let two people in at a time and and they have a one-way route through the little store you come in you get your thing and you leave and you go out so that's what they're doing to, to 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 deal with this it's 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 definitely and there are no there's absolutely no nightlife there's no <laughs> right that's absolutely forbidden of so course. many of those places are just simply shut down there, there's nothing for them to do so speaking of that that's my next question like uh italy is presumably a little bit more hip as far as taking care of its workers than america is um and I've heard about different forms of relief being provided to to citizens and workers in Italy, uh, among them being a freeze of the mortgage system, uh, as well as like even checks in the mail. Is this something that you can speak to at all? You know, I wish I could. I, I, I can't. I, Aim, do you know anything about what the government's doing here to help average people, workers? No, and- I don't. We, we, we could ha- find out, but we don't. Yeah, we, we don't know about we that. We've been speculating that they must be doing something because there are, Italy is full of small businesses, you know. They, right. They're very much pro-small business and they're, the, everything, so much of their economy is structured to support and maintain these small businesses, like whether they're like restaurants or, yeah, or, or little small vegetable sellers and stuff like that. Right. So they must be doing something to support these people because they're they're out of their livelihoods now for weeks. So, yeah. is your work continuing somehow? Uh, can I mention that you who you work for a little bit or? Yeah, sure. So, or can you? I mean, I work for a big UN organization here in in Rome, and it's called the Food and Agriculture Organization. And um, my work's continued because I can work from, I can do we can do the work from from home. Right. So basically we're on teleworking. Like so many people now in the modern economy, you can do that. Right. And, um, and so that was in itself a challenge for my organization because of yeah. course people don't want to, le- they like working in the office. At least many people, they don't want to have to stare at their laptop at home. Right. But, but the, the, the organization uh, just two weeks ago began saying, all right, you know, we really have to plan for this. This is, looks like it's coming. Oh. Uh, what happens if, if the 3,000 people in the headquarters here in Rome end up having to go home and work from home? What does that mean? Do our, will our systems support it? Um, do we have the, the technology needed for this to, to really make that work? Right. And so there was a whole sort of trial period and, oh. and and we went through that where just a number a small percentage went out or half people went out and then and then more and then now it's gone completely to 100%. People there's nobody left in my in my building which normally has over 3000 people in it. So it's it's an empty shell with just a few security people there. Everyone is at home and and we're, you know, we're 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 coping. We're 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 dealing, you know, we're dealing with our work through email and and all the amazing uh, online systems you can use, uh, Skype for business or Skype or Zoom or right. all those kinds of things and web-based file sharing. And, so uh, presumably the UN is just sort of used to working that way anyway. Is is that a lot of it yeah. is? But the UN is also very much, you know, it's all about also people to people uh-huh. interactions and that's what's 
which we can't do anymore, or at least for now. Mm-hmm. So there's no more meetings. Right. My organization hosts meetings from uh, people and country rep- representatives from all over the world almost continuously sure. for different reasons and different issues, and, and that's all shut down. It's just, nope, no more of that for a while. It's, it, we don't know when we'll be able to renew that, but that's all stopped. Hmm. Um, so a good part of the work that we do is on hold, but a lot of it isn't, and what I do is one of those areas that isn't on hold because we can continue to, yeah. to work on, on, on projects and, and issues remotely. Gotcha. Well, I'd love to know, yeah. uh, well, like, cause I did read about this mortgage freeze there. So one question I have is like, are, are you guys paying rent right now? Or like, are your bills rolling as normal or what's happening? Yeah, with no, that? There, we've not heard of any bill relief <laughs> on our side. Um, that's a good question. We'll have to look at that, but no, we, we are paying bills per normal because we're, I'm still working and there's been no, we're still working. My wife as well is working and we're just not, Amy's working and we're not, you know, we're not focused on that. We can still pay the bills. So, Hmm. but I'm sure I I would imagine that in Italy, they've, they've taken some steps to, to, to relieve that. I, well, I I, I don't know what they are though. I guess already Mitt Romney has said that he, he would, he would send out a thousand dollars to every citizen to help deal with this. So that's kind of fascinating. We have uh, some conservatives starting to espouse some awfully non-conservative ideas, or traditionally <laughs> non-conservative. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting, Phil. I think I think the the traditional definition of what is conservative and liberal is changing. It, it's it's those those those. Those categories are, are are less and less relevant, right. aren't they? <clears throat> yeah, it's interesting. I think more and more of the the solutions proposed during the Democratic campaign too by different candidates are going to appear as, as real policy options going forward, whether the virus, you know, what virus or not. Right. Well, I mean, st- universal health care strikes me as one of them for sure. <laughs> universal health care but also there was other options i think andrew yang had an interesting proposal about the universal you know, helping, uh pay, the payout universal minimal minimum minimum income yeah, or minimum, yeah yeah there there are different things that can address people's you know the 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 feeling of being left behind or or, or not not able to to handle the, the changes in the economy. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure how Trump will handle this. I mean, it sounds like we might enter a four to six to eight week shutdown, essentially. And I've heard of different reports of military vehicles rolling into towns or being sighted. Um, and I'm not sure if uh, those are not really verified, but um We'll see. Trump might, I'm, I'm thinking he might be interested in trying out some of his military stuff domestically, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, no doubt any president, Trump included, is, is interested in minimizing the impact on people. And, of course, this is all happening in an election year, so right. that that adds a whole new dynamic to this as well. Of course, um, but it it certainly is a good opening for for someone who's going to end up being the nominee to run against against him, and and we'll see. It's going to be <laughs> it's an interesting year, that's for sure, to say the least, um, for for many of the wrong reasons. But it's crazy, yeah. So just to be clear, um, 
Italy, parts of Italy have been on some kind of lockdown for up to three weeks now, as far as you guys can recollect. Yes. Um, and then where you've been, it's been a, a week in Rome. It's been sort of like three, three, two, one. Three weeks, two weeks, and one week. And, and now we're, the whole country's been under lockdown for just over one week. Oh, and then you have been for two or one? For one in Rome, Italy, because we're halfway down. We're about we're middle of the country towards the south. So right. they, the government imposed that. I think it was Sunday, a week ago Sunday. Okay. So a week ago Sunday. So that would have been the 8th, maybe? Yeah. And then... Right. And then it's the, to the third. So, yeah, that's like four weeks or so, almost. Yeah. It, it's been building. You know? Right. It, it's, 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 um, and now you're looking at, we're looking at these tables every day that are updated and, you know, the numbers tick up. Still the vast majority of the cases are in the far north in Lombardy, which is the region with Milan. There's 1,600 deaths, 16,000 cases um, up there, so ten percent, ten percent of the cases there are have resulted in death. Oh wow! Uh, and then three hundred nine. That's interesting. I'm looking at the numbers: three thousand nine hundred in the next, in in uh, Emilia Romana, which is a little bit further south, and then three hundred ninety-three deaths. So that's ten percent as well. And then um, Veneto, which is Venice, also in the north, two thousand seven hundred cases and eighty deaths. So you start to see that you can see as you go from north to south that the numbers go down. And finally, when you get to Rome, which is in the region of Lazio, there's only there's 607 cases and 23 deaths versus 16,000 cases in the north. Right. So it's, it's quite a difference, but those numbers have been going up all over Italy. So the, the, everyone's quite worried that, you know, we got to stop the numbers well, from increasing. Yeah, we're wondering when it's going to peak out, which... We can't really tell until like 14 days or plus, you know, essentially yep. depending on how people start to show symptoms during that incubation period, I guess. Exactly. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a, obviously a, an enormous challenge, something that, that I don't know, I think it's, it's, my, it's unique now in, in, in the world history. So it's... Uh, right. Well, this has we'll a, whole, a whole bearing on globalism... Um, and global economics, like it strikes me that we might have seen something like this before with the Spanish flu, uh, you know, a hundred years ago or so, I guess. Um, but there's this whole other dimension on top of it where we have much more international exchange with flight travel. Um, we have much quicker information exchange, obviously, um, so there's right. different and, and, dynamics. And better healthcare. Better healthcare. Better healthcare. I would I would imagine back in the Spanish flu days that if you got the flu in most of the world, the most medical care you got was a bed. You know, they might put you in a bed in a hospital. Oh and, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And let you die die in bed rather than you know on the street. Yeah. Right. Um, so you definitely. Yeah, you're right though. I don't know the how to compare those two effectively, but. Definitely, that was a pandemic, and, and now this is one, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like, un, unlike what the president has said, that no one ever anticipated this, but it's not true. People have anticipated this and, and warned again that this is coming, that there's going to be 
a virus that 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 does exactly this. Right. Uh, and so it, it just shows you that it's it's really hard for the world to prepare for for something that hasn't happened in, in living memory and, and now it is. Now it has happened and it is happening. Right. And it's gonna it's gonna tear the economy apart for until until for some time until we can put it back together again, that's for sure. So to what extent do you think we'll see kind of international cooperation maybe i don't know if you could speak to that um or just from a civilian's perspective as well but like do you think this will be something that that will make us greedy or something that will make us cooperate that seems to be kind of the tilt that i'm wondering about yeah gosh that's a like in italy you're saying that that people are kind of respecting each other and respecting this distance and um as a kind of group yeah, effort, right? Yeah, if you look at if you look at the the individual reaction in Italy, it is definitely a group effort. People, it's um, it's very touching actually. Uh, people are are responding. I think the the polls here show something like over sixty percent support for what the government's doing. Right. And the government has basically shut down the country. So this is. <laughs> This is that's significant support, and and what you see the manifestation of that is what you've seen maybe in the news or others who may be listening to this of Italians singing on the balcony at a yeah. designated time, because they're trying to keep the spirits up and they're trying to right. you know, rally people's people's uh, uh, longevity on this issue because it's not easy. People are it's easy to get depressed or feel down about it, but. I think there's a real sense of being in it together, and and you got to We got to pull through. We got to we got to cooperate on this. And yeah. you know, I, I was I was taking my short walk tonight around the neighborhood, and you know, these are streets that are normally full of of life, cars and people, and you know, on the sidewalks and in the cafes, and it's totally empty. Mm. It's just complete. It's a ghost town. Yeah, and Thomas was sending me pictures. I actually I put them on my my Instagram story to kind of show yeah, that it's, image. It's just you know, and this is because it's so dramatic in Italy because it's normally exactly the opposite. And what I saw today too, what I saw was that you know, in several parts, their people had their open windows open and they had their speakers out facing outward and they were blasting beautiful you know, arias or other beautiful folk music just to, you know, show, tell people, hey, we're here. We're all here together, you know. It's mm. beautiful, empty streets, but beautiful music wafting through them. Um, so people are, they're not hunkering down and saying, I'm in this alone and I'm going to get through this alone. It's more, you know, we're in this together and we got we to gotta hold, we got to hang in there and, and, and keep it up. It's worth it, you know. There's no doubt that it's worth it. Right. That, that you know they want to stop this thing from killing more people, and that's <clears throat> there don't seem to be an argument about that right. in this country. And hopefully that'll be the case globally. Um, you know, there hopefully cooler heads will prevail, and and people will cooperate. Countries will cooperate more. Well, you wonder more about this. You wonder in America. Yeah. Um, like I was curious if there were people stockpiling b- shit in Italy, like we've seen in America. Um, like I, I don't know if they have here. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think so. There might be some examples, but 
it, it doesn't make any sense because the virus isn't gonna isn't gonna bring society to a halt. It's 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 not that. It's you know that's not the point. Right. It, it, the point is uh, we got to come together to 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 stop it. Nice. From, from we have to we can't give the virus the opportunity to use ourselves as a as a replication mechanism because it'll it'll work out <clears throat> worse over the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think that's an important point. Um, that's something I think that Americans just can't really wrap their head around uh, as a fundamental kind of is just like, oh, we can't work. Like, no work. Sorry, everybody. Like, if there's something that America does, in my mind, it's work. <laughs> right. And so it's kind of, in my parlance, a mind fuck, to, for, I think, for a lot of Americans to be like, oh, like, we actually shouldn't work right now. Like, if we really want to make this storm better we should stay home and we're better off that way. Um, yeah, so. I mean, there are, you can work, you can work if you can do it from home. That's, right. that's the hard reality. If your work is serving people in large crowds, then no, well, that's not going to happen. And that affects while. most of my jobs where I clean at a restaurant that I think will yep. maybe probably get shut down if if america tightens up like it should like it probably should um then we won't have restaurants we'll just have grocery stores so my my that one gig will be gone of course i play live music gigs and uh, nobody wants crowds anymore we've all had our gigs canceled um yeah good point so. that's exactly right phil that's you're gonna you're gonna you need to i don't know record that music online and there's a lot and of people switching to that, actually. Yeah, host online events, but no, it's true. It, that's the really. It, there's a harsh reality that that's that's just the reality, and and so I don't know. I, I think that's a key place where government could step in and, and provide support because it's going to hit society unequally for for people who can stay home right. and, and write their emails and write their reports and do their thing. They're going to continue as normal. And and for others who don't, who have that kind of job, not at all. Mm -hmm. it, it's just not. So I, that's why I think it must be, I hope so, in Italy that they're doing something to support those those small businesses and those kind of folks because that's definitely, you know, it, it you can't address this virus without shutting down those those businesses. And, and that's, that's the harsh reality. Right. It's just... I, I see now. I saw. I saw in Florida, for example, the government said, or the governor, the gov state government saying, restaurants should. Can we encourage restaurants to stay open? But you should only let half the people into your restaurant. Nice. So okay, that's a, that's a half measure, uh, but is it enough? It's, I mean, it's not I, really. I, I don't think so. In my mind, it's not really effective at all if you look at how yeah. the virus functions. I mean, even here in Montana, we now have tight restrictions on restaurants just doing takeout. Um, and I was cleaning at one of them today, and, you know, we were going through our sanitation measures. Like, well, like I tossed my keys in the bleach bucket for a few minutes. Um, I dropped my credit cards in there, and... um and then it was like striking me as I was walking around because my job is a cleaner there. It's like, hey, like if we're actually trying to be safe about this and kind of assuming that any of us could have it without showing symptoms and could spread it, then like we shouldn't be here at all. 
Like if there's one <laughs> smear that one of us picked up from our keys or our phone that we didn't disinfect, that's the other one we were disinfecting was our phone. Um, like then all of a sudden we could be sending out, you know, a little spore of that virus to somebody's house where there might be an old person or an infirm person around. Um, and so I don't yeah, know absolutely. if I'm being too paranoid about that, but based on my understanding of of how that virus functions, that seems scary and serious. That's that's exactly why Italy is shut down, right? Because you can't, you know, you, you can't you can't do that. You just you can't. Somebody's you come together, even like even ten people or even more. It just the virus shows up on you touch a surface another person touches that surface and then rubs their eye and boom there it goes right what's your understanding of um the contagious or the infection rate i guess it's called you know i don't know that i i I've, i don't know offhand yeah yeah it, it's um i don't know if they've 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 zeroed that down i've heard different things was, uh based yeah, on different the R, countries. is that the r rate yeah it's it's um it's definitely I've heard the at least it's five times more contagious than than the flu the common flu, and and maybe at as high as you know fifteen times. And so I wonder from, what the rate on from, that is from point five percent was it to one and a half percent something like that. I, I don't recall or maybe that's the mortality rate. I, I, that sounds more correct. Yeah. That's the mortality rate, it, and it affects people differently, different age classes. Of course, you know, the yeah. older folks, it gets up to ten, fifteen, even twenty percent for mortality rates. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was Versus trying younger to, people, very low. Right. I was trying to find that number. I'd seen it in earlier research I'd done, but I think I'd seen the infection rate ranging from thirty to seventy percent, uh, depending on where you are, like how how tightly people are packed or. Um, but one out of two, I think, was the average. Although I really need to verify that. <laughs> I just haven't been able to find. Yeah, something you should. On it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have those figures at my fingertips. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, well, Phil, we'll have to continue this. Maybe we can have another discussion in a in a week. You can check back in and see how things are going. Yeah, well, I'm not working, so I'm just kind of trying to track <laughs> this. And we in America have had a not a great response with our government, uh, you know, kind of telling us to brush it off. I know around here there's a lot of rednecks that don't really believe what's happening. Um, so I'm just trying to kind of get real stories out and and tell people what's happening elsewhere to compare it to here and maybe prepare ourselves for, for what might happen here. Yeah. You know, it's look, it, this isn't a political issue. This is right. The virus could give a rip about politics. It's just, it's just, it's just biology and science and that's the reality. You know, right. it's, it's, it spreads quickly. It shut down the world's most populous country, this virus. You that know, being China. It, it shut, yeah, it shut down China, uh, the world's second largest economy, and, and it's coming. It's, it's inexorably, it's in the U.S., it's inexorably growing, and people need to take it seriously because it's, this is, it's not, half measures won't do it. They're right. Right. There are people in the U.S. saying that, and they're exactly right. It's not enough to say, okay, only half the people can come into the restaurant per normal. That's, that's just not going to do it because... Mm -hmm. 
okay, all those people go to the bathroom. You know, it's just, it's just they touch the same faucet. They touch the same doorknob. They, Virus sticks for three so, days, maybe? Yeah, somebody sneezes and boom, there go the droplets all over the room. And it's... Right. it's <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's the reality. There's the not really a way around it. very good at replicating. Yeah, they know. And, and we're very good, very good vehicles for it. So... Anyway, yeah. all right. Um, well, good to talk to you. Yeah, and, thank you, Jeff. Uh, you're you're on a good a good you know good mission here to help increase understanding about all this, and happy to help do what we can from here. I appreciate it a lot. You guys stay safe. Thanks, buddy. Lots right. of love. Yep, lots of love to you. Hugs to the boys and, and Amy. All Actually, right. thanks a lot. I'll need to talk to her and next we'll, time for sure. Okay, that would Two. be good. Yeah. I will then send you. How do we get you this uh, audio recording? Uh you know, I'll have to have the boys figure that out with me. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll put it online or something. I'll ask Thomas to figure that out. Yeah, he should He should know. But <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay, Thanks, buddy. Jeff. Talk Love to you later, you. nephew. Bye-bye. Ciao. Hi, everybody. This is Phil again. Uh, thanks for listening in. I'm going to keep trying to post these up. And... Do them every day, I guess. I'm trying to talk to somebody. I've got somebody in Seattle, somebody in uh, Rome, uh, obviously. And I've got a friend in New York, the one with uh, with the coronavirus. want to get him on here if he's willing. And let's see, my other one was my L.A. friend. I have a friend down there. See if I can get him on the phone. So stay tuned in the next days. I'll be trying to post. This song is called Bonkers and is by the band Bus off of their tape, which you can find on Bandcamp. So go ahead and just Google Bust Tape Bandcamp if you like this. Find more. Uh, it's really good shit. Okay, hang in there. <laughs>